Welcome to the Investor Mel Woman of Action show. Today's guest is Amanda Eagle and I'm excited to be speaking with her. Amanda is one of our action takers inside the Action family and she purchased three properties since joining our program. She specializes in duplex conversions. So she'll be discussing the birth strategy and how she was able to grow her portfolio. Let's get started. Thank you so much for being on the Women of Action show. Thanks so much for having me. Yes, it's a pleasure. So we've met originally, you are part of the Action family, and that was how many months ago uh, did you and your husband originally join? I think we joined back in March, so over a year ago. Excellent. That's great. Now you've had a great journey and I want to get dig into every all everything you've been up to and, and your why and all that kind of stuff. So let the listeners know a little bit about yourself. Uh, please go ahead, Amanda. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so I'm a mother of two and a wife. So my kids are nine and seven and my husband and I met when we were 14 and have been together since we were 16 so we've known each other for a very long time yeah yeah we didn't go to the same high school but yeah we've been together for a long time so uh yeah we bought our first place when we were 20 so we were very young getting into real estate um we just bought a house for ourselves we just bought a townhouse and then just gradually kind of like leveled up from there just you know our own personal residence so you know, townhouse to a single family, have kids, all that sort of stuff. And then from there, we finally realized that we're going to start investing in real estate. So in 2017, we bought um, a couple condos, uh, both in the same year. One just uh, was about four years old and the other one was pre-construction. So we closed on that like a year and a half later. So bought the condos with the intent to just have the tenants pay it off and then, you know, retire. That was our retirement plan. Like we were just going to have a couple places and then that was it. And what was your why? Why why wanting to, to quit the, the nine to five? What was, what was the, the drive behind all of that? Yeah, so myself, I've had a couple like scares in my life. I've had a couple like health issues. Um, one, I had Bell's palsy. We were in, we were in Florida and it was just very like unexpected. And you kind of have those moments um, where you're just like, I know you had that as well with your life changing car accident. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, I had a couple health scares and I think that it just kind of like gives you a whole new perspective on life. Right. And also my dad, he's um he's got parkinson's so he he's a super hard worker has worked all his life and then when he was about to retire you know a few years a few years a few years later he uh he couldn't like he he had he was forced to retire but because of his health not because he wanted to so i think those moments are kind of like life-changing absolutely absolutely not to take uh, life for granted um absolutely so now tell me about your growth and how did you make it happen um yeah how are you investing and and all of that so we we started with the condos so then we ended up selling one of them because it wasn't cash flow positive and of course when we were first investing we didn't really understand 
the importance of cash flow. Uh, we figured, oh, it's still a great investment. We'll pay a couple hundred bucks a month and then it'll still be paid off and whatever. So when we realized that oh, we need the cash flow, um, we sold that property and we invested it in a, um, a bungalow. So what we decided to do is we, we um, teamed up with a realtor in our area. He's an expert at duplex conversions. And that's kind of like what we figured we love to do. We narrowed down, that's our niche now. We want to specialize in this and that's what we've been when doing. So we basically have been studying it and we buy these little bungalows. They already kind of have like that side entrance. And then we look for three bedrooms up and then we basically, you know, block off the basement and make it into a legal duplex. So that's kind of our strategy now. It wasn't always that way. Uh, we kind of have moved here and there and made some changes along the way, but um, that's kind of what we've narrowed down on now. And so we've done, we have uh, five, five properties now. So we have still one of our condos. We actually have a triplex in Moncton, New Brunswick because uh, we met up with a, a realtor in the Mel and Dave group. So that was a great connection and we've we bought a triplex there. And then that was all because we didn't really know exactly what we truly wanted. Now that we've kind of narrowed down what we love, what we're passionate about, um, that which is the duplexes, that now that's kind of our, our go-to and that's what excites us. So now we have, we're working on our third one of those. Okay, that's great. And I love that you say that because there are so many options in real estate you can you can go after big units smaller units you can flip them you can you can do so many different ways and there's so many strategies uh, to grow your portfolio so it's nice that you were able to to find your niche and sometimes you don't find it right away i mean dave and i we were the same we didn't find it right away it, it, it's and, and that's the reality real estate investing is a journey and certain things you'll like and certain things you won't like as much and as you grow your portfolio you can definitely adjust accordingly so now for these conversions, are you hands-on? Are you guys doing your own renovations? Do you have a team? Um, how does that look like at your end? Yeah, so we definitely, we have a general contractor. We're not handy whatsoever. So we ha we hire it out. So um, yeah, we, we really love the, the search of the property. We're still buying on MLS. We're also looking at off market, but uh, you know, all of our, our deals actually there, sorry, I shouldn't say that. The one we did, our realtor had an off market property. So we were able to get that off market, but generally they're on the MLS that we're buying because we can, by converting them into a duplex, we're jacking up the value. And then we are doing the, the Burr method, so. Nice, nice, excellent. We're now let's talk to... about contractors because I know that's a roadblock for a lot of our listeners is, to find those people and Dave and I, I mean, we're, we're the same. We're not handy. Um, you know, we, we like the, to buy the real estate and finding the deals and, and lifting the, in the appreciation, but doing renovations is not our expertise. So how do you go upon, did you just get lucky finding these people Were you just connected and uh, how are you able to continue to grow your portfolio? Yeah. So the first one that we did, um, our contractor had actually done some work for us in, a, in our own home. Okay. And generally, you know, you don't hire someone that that doesn't specialize in duplex conversions when you're doing that because anyone can just do any any renovation, right? But we need to make sure that the zoning's proper and that it meets all the requirements. So um, 
it just so happened when we reach out to him that he said like he is an investor himself and he does these projects all the time so that worked out super well for us we had him do that one then when it came time to do our second one he wasn't available of course it's super hard to lock down the contractors they're so busy especially during covid when everyone else is doing stuff in their houses too right so um he wasn't available our next go-to wasn't available as well um so we ended up teaming up with our realtor who is the expert uh, in the area and he um he had a crew available unfortunately it wasn't the best crew we had to kind of switch part way through that stuff happens i guess um but we have now that we're starting our next one we had to go through the process of interviewing contractors and so we found another good alternative for our next project. So we're excited for that. And that's reality, right? Those roadblocks where you go, okay, I'm gonna try this. And oh, this person's not available. I'm gonna try this person. And you have to pull because something's not going right. And, and uh, we've all faced that. So if you're at home listening and, and either fearing these kind of things or you're going through it yourself, know that this is normal. I've been through it, Amanda's been through it um, as well. Now, what are your intentions? Do you want to continue to grow your portfolio? Do you have a max where you're like, hey, this is it and I want to invest more passively? What are your long-term goals? Yeah, so I think for us, um, it's not about the number of doors. It's more, we wanna make sure that we reach that monthly goal. So um, we came up with a plan of how many doors we need to uh, uh, reach, and then we are going to pay off half of them, and then we will have that monthly income. And then we will also start investing or um, doing some private lending. So I think that's kind of like the long-term uh, goal, but we don't wanna have, you know, we, we love the search, we love, finding the properties and going through everything like it's it excites us but i think we don't want a hundred doors or you know it's it's much much different strategy than than investing in apartment buildings and and that sort of thing so i feel like we we would be happy with a smaller amount of doors as long as we reach that monthly goal right and i love that you said that as well i love that you said a couple of things so number one it's really identifying what works for you some people want to have thousands of doors some people want you know 10 doors and, and that's their max and it's okay to identify and and not to compare yourself. I feel so many people compare either their strategies or their goals against other people and, and, and it makes it you know difficult and and the reality is is that it's okay for everybody to have their own goals and their own journey based on, on what they're looking for and what they enjoy doing. So, so that's great and, and I see more and more investors wanting to do that as well, that they grow their portfolio, they reach that point where they're financially comfortable and then they start investing uh, passively, which is, a, I think, a fantastic strategy as well. And that nice thing about being able to invest passively is now you're helping out other people who may want to use OPM, like Dave and I use <laughs> other people's money to grow their portfolio, yeah. which is fantastic as well. Now, working with your spouse, uh, Dave and I, of course, we work with uh, each other all day, every day, and I get asked this question probably a few times every single week. So how is it, you, you're high, or I guess you, you've met in high school, you've been together since you've been, or you met, I guess, when you were a teenager. Um, how is it working with your spouse, the good, the bad, the ugly, um, and how are you making it all work? Okay, so yeah, we get that question asked a lot too, actually. Um, to be honest, it's actually pretty amazing. Like, 
of course, you know, you, you have your moments and everything, but because we've known each other for so long and, you know, when we moved out at 19 together and then we bought our house at 20, like we've always enjoyed walking through neighborhoods, looking at houses and like talking about our goals and our dreams that like, it just kind of comes naturally to us to just, because it's something we're both passionate about. I think that's the easiest thing because a lot of people that are real estate investors, I've heard them say like, oh, I wish my wife was more on board or like, you know, she supports me, but I wish that, you know, she was more into it. And I feel like in this industry to like really grow, you almost need to be like obsessed. Like you need to be all in. And I mean, it's like all we talk about. <laughs> it's, it's, we have to try and remind ourselves to set time aside for other things to talk about. And of course we have the kids too. So we have to make sure that there's a balance, but yeah, it, it, there's a fine line, I guess you have to, but it, it helps that we're both passionate about it. Right, that's fantastic. That's great. Now, do you divide and conquer? I know Dave kind of has his lane. I have my lane um, and that's kind of how we, we make it work. Although yes, of course, together we, we grow the business, but do you divide and conquer? Or are you both hands-on on all tasks? Yeah, we have our own separate kind of roles. Um, John's really good at, you know, he deals with the banking, all the finance, like the, the business, that sort of stuff. I do a lot of like the social media stuff and um, the searching for the properties. And we're both very involved, I guess, in both in the sense like we, but, but we do have our own separate kind of goal, like tasks that we do. We did realize, however, that we started doing these YouTube videos and we started doing them together. And I'm usually the one that kind of messes up more at times. He's very good. He has like a radio broadcasting kind of background. So he's very fluent on the microphone and everything. And for me, I struggle with that. So if I messed up too many times, he would be like getting upset with me. So we figured let's just do a lot of our videos if we can separately. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay and you know what it's funny you say that because it's the same exact Amanda we have too many things in common the same thing with Dave and I when we record he's very fluent and he'll chat and I'll kind of stutter over my words I'm like oh what was I gonna say again <laughs> so yes we do some together but uh, we, we divide and conquer which is kind of nice um, as well so so that's fantastic. That's great. That's great. Excellent. Good. And um, now you, you bought five properties or so in the last year. Is that kind of correct then in the past five, yeah, within the past year or two? Is that, is that? Um, three. We bought three. Um, yeah, three. Because like we had the, the two condos. So yeah, was it three or four? I, I lose track. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right, with the conversions and, and all of that. Um, and now, are you using the same kind of uh, design for each one? Do you use consistency or do you uh, analyze every building separately and, and go with different designs, kind of keep it fresh? Or are you more of a consistent, this is what I use for kitchens, this is what I use for flooring? Yeah, we, we have a system. I have a spreadsheet that has all the products that we use, all the pricing. Um, I just find it's easier. I just, I, I give it to the contractor. I'm like, I mean, the one that we're working with now because he's a new contractor, um, I, he prefers that I buy the materials for certain, like a lot of the, the finishing touches. So that's just easier for him. So I have my list and I can just go through. Um, I just, I like it, especially because we, we are um, starting to bring on some 
some partners, not many partners, but we do have one on our next project that we're working with. So um, it's just easier. We can say like, this is what our properties look like. And they just kind of know what to expect. And we know, especially cost-wise too, what each project will cost, so. Right, and that's so important, right? As an investor, um, and maybe if you wanna talk a little bit more about the BRRRR strategy, because I know for you and I, this is a common uh, topic, uh, but we do have some new listeners who just discover our channel and they're like, what is this BRRRR they're talking about? Um, so can you explain a little bit more on, on how you do that and, and how do you make sure that numbers are gonna make sense, right? Because at the end of the day, you are putting numbers into the, or you are putting money, sorry, into the, the property. Yeah, so for us, we live in a very hot market. So it's it's very difficult to do a full burr, uh, get all our money back. So, you know, we're buying them right now, the, the one that we, well, I guess I could do an example um, of our last one that we just finished. We're still waiting on the refinance, but we basically bought it for 562,000. And our renovations are costing around 140,000 in the area. Um, so you buy, you renovate, you rent it out, and then you refinance it, and then you repeat the, the cycle as the bird. So um, we have, um, oh, sorry, I lost my train of thought there. So yeah, so we are, we've got it rented out and we're doing the refinance and basically we get our renovation costs back and we leave our down payment in. So it's not a full recycle, but we're in a very hot market where we're, we're getting the really high values, we're getting the appreciation that we need, and we're able to refinance, you know, maybe even a year or two later to be able to pull more of that equity out. Right, and this is so important because so many people think I can't buy properties, I live in a hot market, that's not doable, but absolutely it is. Your strategy may need to be adjusted. Uh, maybe you are counting a little bit more on that appreciation, that natural appreciation that you would get in uh, compared to secondary markets who may not get quite as much. Um, but I love that you still decided to stay close to home to where you're comfortable with, although I know you have that one property um, outside your area. And what was the pros and cons of that? Like, how did you decide that, you know what, this is not for us? Because I know that we have a lot of action takers inside our program. They do. They go in, in various areas. We have even some going in the States. Um, and you try that. You try going cross-provincial, and now you decide, okay, this may not be the perfect fit for, for, for me. And how was that decided? Did you just rather be more control, hands-on? Is that why you decided to stay uh, more local? A hundred percent. We we did the out of province. Um, we actually are looking at selling that property now, but because of how hot the market is has become out there, a lot of investors going out to New Brunswick. Um, we actually will make a lot of quite a bit of money on that property. So you know, it wasn't a complete waste. It was it was a great experience. Um, I think for us, we like to we like to see our properties. We we like to be close so we can check on them. Um, John does all the property management stuff right now himself, you know, because we don't have a ton of properties. So right now we're, and we're attracting very high quality tenants. So we don't have a ton of tenant issues. We're, we're picking our own tenants because we are creating these, these spaces. And so that we don't have to, you know, worry about getting any tenants out. So we are making them beautiful spaces for people and attracting the high quality tenants so that we can, um, I don't know, just, it, it, it just seems like a, an easy, easier strategy for us and it's what we enjoy. So, you know, to be 20 minutes to, you know, the other day we had, um, 
we had a plumbing problem at one of our properties. So he just zipped. I mean, it, it happened to be Good Friday and it was like 11 p.m. So it was an expensive call. I'm like, really? But anyway, so John just zipped out there 20 minutes and it was like, you know, no big deal. It was fine and we got it taken care of. So you know, we had some issues with our property management company out east, and there are a lot of great property management companies out there. We could have taken the time to really like interview other ones and and totally switch everything. It would have probably been fine, but because it's not really any that what we want to do long term, we'd rather employ that money locally where we are and buy another property here. Awesome, Amanda. So we'll head over to the round of, of questions here just have a couple of questions uh, before we wrap it up so what advice would you give to your younger self for me i think i would say like don't be afraid to take risks and get comfortable being uncomfortable <laughs> especially like in this investing world that you just really got to get out of your comfort zone and i it's been proven for for me Okay, and I want to dig into that a little bit more because this is so real and and I've had fear, you've had fear and you had to get uncomfortable. So how did you do it? Like, how did you push through that fear? How did you push through that uncomfortability? Because, you you know, you have to get uncomfortable to get different results, but it's not yeah. easy when you're when you're trying to face it. So how did you push through it? Well, it definitely helps that. I have my husband in it with me. I'm not doing it solo. So that, that definitely helps me. Um, also surrounding yourself with like positive people and, and people that will encourage you. Um, I read a lot of motivable, motivational books as well, but really like the, the, the REI community is just amazing. Like if you put yourself out there and network and like there's so many great people out there that are willing to help and share their time and answer any questions. And that I find that really helps too. Um, great. So what's the number one tip you would give someone who wants to get started in real estate? Uh, I think you really need to figure out your goals. Um, what your why is like, what's driving you to, to reach those goals. And um, like, like I said earlier, just really become obsessed with what you're doing. Like I'm reading this book called uh, by Grant Cardone. It's kind of fitting be obsessed or be average. And like, <laughs> I think it just speaks for itself. Like you really gotta, if you want to be successful, you just gotta really immerse yourself in it and be all in. I love that book. It's one of my top five uh, favorite books. And uh, for those listeners, you gotta make sure to Check out that book because it just gives you permission to, to, to really get obsessed and, and, and jump right in and uh, think big and all those great things. So that's fantastic. Awesome, Amanda. And if somebody wants to contact you, which way is best to reach out to you? So for us, we post our whole journey on Instagram at Legacy Home Investments. Uh, we have a YouTube channel, uh, Legacy Home, or you can visit our website at LegacyHome.ca. Excellent. Thank you so much, Amanda. It was great chatting with you. It's great seeing you um, outside the Action Family. I know you guys are very active uh, inside the family as well. Um, congratulations on all of your successes, and I look forward to, to continuing you uh, pursue and, and achieve your goals as well. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, bye for now. Bye. 
What a great conversation with Amanda. I love that she's a mom. I love that she's doing it as well with her husband. Working with your spouse can be a lot of fun um, as well. So thank you so much, Amanda. And if you want to watch more Women of Action, make sure to check out this next video. I'm Investor Mel and I'll see you there.